can't imagine a better way to introduce our guest speaker than inspiring Mr. Shane Elliott, CEO of NZ Banking Group. Mr. Elliott is known for leading with purpose, and that's something essential in any global leader today. Shane, welcome to the series, and thank you so much for joining us today. I mean, how do you say kind of op stay so optimistic, you know, with this enormous challenges that you face as a CEO, um, you know, when you're running such a bank and the global challenges that we're facing today. Um, has there been some sort of a defining moment in your career uh, where you had to lead with uh, defiant optimism? It's really being conscious of the impact that you have. You know, I think as a CEO, it's very easy to sit in nice offices and surround yourself with nice people and talk about very important things, um, but actually and not really have a sense of the impact of the decisions you're making. Mm -hmm. uh, and so the best way to do that is to be grounded. And the, the best way to be grounded is actually spend time with customers and staff and the broader community. And so we we have a very strong engagement program, um, not just with our own people and our customers, but with civil society. And so, you know, every week or so, we invite people from union groups, from consumer action groups, from environmental action groups, from, uh, you know, people who represent those who have gambling addiction or whatever it might be, to come in and 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 talk to us about uh, the issues they're facing, and mm -hmm. and and you know the impact that people like us have on their lives, and how we can be more thoughtful about things. So I think it's just a matter of really trying to be stay connected and and accept. As I mentioned, we are shaping the world, right? Whether we like it or not. And so being conscious of the impact that you have, to me is really. Now, how do you stay optimistic? Well, you stay optimistic because you're shaping the world. That's exciting. That surely is an exciting thing. And our people really respond to the sense of purpose. You know, of course, people come to work for all sorts of reasons and money and sense of, you know, uh, pride in what they do, but they want to achieve something. And, I, you know, I would say that 99% of them don't want to achieve, you know, higher earnings per share or a certain ROE right. or whatever it might be. Those, those are important. What they really want to know is that they're having an impact, that right. their work matters, it has value. And that, that value, they will describe the things that they will remember about their career as the people they helped, the customer they supported, the community that they supported. Those are the things they'll remember, not, you know, the quarterly earnings from 1982 or something. That's not really what inspires people. And so our job is to keep reminding people, this is why we're here. This is what's important. Right. This is how we measure success. And that's, I think that's inspiring and, and something to be very optimistic about. And I think I have to tell you, um, and that's that's really good to hear. And I think uh, one of the things that we were so pleased with is how we also learned um, together, you know, with ANZ. Uh, one of sort of the the best part is that uh, we have a whole bunch of women investors actually from your uh, you know native country, from New Zealand, and uh, it's because of ANZ. So we're very very happy that you know it's it's. Obviously, we like any kind of investors to be supporting this, but if when women come in, it just makes it all even more special, you know, uh, women investing yeah. in women. Yeah, I think, and you know, it's one of the great, you know, in our time in banking, there's been this great sort of democratization of banking, right? I mean, you know, you mm -hmm. think about, I mean, I'm, I'm 58, but um, probably more my parents' generation, but it's not that long ago that, you know, if you wanted to, borrow money from the bank or do you put your best suit on and a, you'd go and make an appointment with the bank manager and you'd have to go and sort of uh, pitch and, and the bank had all the power. You know, mm -hmm. the bank had a very uneven power structure, right? That all sort of changed in the 70s and 80s and et cetera. And today the power shifted the other way. Actually, the consumer has all the power. 
And the banks, we are out there, we're out pitching ourselves to the customers, but the consumer has all the power of decision-making of who they want to bank with, who do they want to support, where do they want to invest. So that's really quite a different shift, yeah? And of course, at the same time, partly related in line with that is technology, and I know it's over-talked over about, but technology has enabled this opening up of the world. And so the idea that, you know, women in New Zealand can invest in impact investing and have an impact in, you know, mm -hmm. you know India or Myanmar or wherever it might be, that is like, that's pretty cool. That That is mm -hmm. like mind-blowing, really, when you think about it, to make those connections all work. So it's really pretty powerful, obviously. Yeah, and I think it's good that it's sort of at least, um, you know, sounds like you're pushing the envelope in terms of sort of trying to connect the dots on how yeah. you're doing it now and where it should be. Um, so I guess in terms of sort of moving forward, um, you know, as we look ahead, obviously uh, a big thing is, you know, the various forms of, I would say, revolution that we're also experiencing, in, you know, globally. And uh, one of the biggest one, obviously, is the, the tech revolution. And I think, um, you know, if you're going to be sort of optimistic, you know, about the future, you know, what role do you think technology will play uh, or is playing, you know, in the whole financial institution side? Um, and do you think I mean, it will be the great equalizer, um, especially given yeah. what we have now with, you know, the pandemic as a part of the equation as well? Yes, I mean, yes, I do. I mean, it's not without its risks. It's not without its challenges. It, it won't be perfect. But yes, I mean, that is the, 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 the sort of the reality of human history is that technology has generally uh, provided greater equality and sort of democratization of services. That's true. It's made it, you know, you think about what the mobile phone has done for people in terms of accessibility, you know. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, gen you know, it is generally a truism that technology uh, does create greater accessibility and um, availability of services to people, and that includes banking. Now, the challenge for, the, for, for banks is how do we, do we participate in that? Mm -hmm. Or are we run over by it? You know, like, or are we a victim of it? And so our, our point is to say, how do we, Get in front of that and not be a victim, but actually embrace it and um, and 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 move forward. But yes, I think those things are absolutely true. And you know, it's, we it's, you know we talk about technology today as if it's new, but and I know you didn't mean it in that sense. But you know, technology just is, just means a tool. I mean, we've had we've always had technology. It's just you know yeah, today yeah. we're talking about you want to talk about certain types of techno like this thing look at what we're doing now this is pretty remarkable i mean it's magic right, right? and we should the problem is that humans take all these things for granted really fast and then you know they start complaining about there's a lag or the sound quality's not perfect so we, we, we have, right, we have right. very low, we have very uh low tolerance for things but nonetheless yes it's a it's undoubted opportunity and you will see enormous opening up um, for for many in the community as a result of technology, but the, on the other hand, we have to be mindful that the transition in, in can hurt some. There are parts of the community that are vulnerable to that change, less able to adapt. You know, without you know, older people, not always, but you know, sometimes older people, people with certain other sort of vulnerabilities that may not be able to participate in that shift. And our yeah. job is to say, how do we do it? You know, it's the same thing with the environment. This sort of just transition. How do we have a just transition to that digital banking future? You know, 
it's hard. We don't always get it right. You know, it's really difficult because we can't sustain the old ways of doing things, branches and all that, and all the new stuff. We need to sort of move. And uh, as along the way, we need to be careful that, you know, we, we certainly limit any damage that happens along and we sort of bring and support people along. Right, because again, I mean, technology also is becoming the great divider, right? And especially we're seeing that during the pandemic in terms of access to education, um, there are millions of millions of children who have now, you know, kind of fallen off the whole education system because they don't have the technology. So how I'm just curious again, as a as a as a bank, as a as a powerful sort of an instrument um, which is financing this technology boom across the globe. I mean, how are you ensuring that there is inclusion and sustainability through these technological advancement? Yeah, it's a good question. It's a hard question. I don't have a simple answer. So technology is changing the connections. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't it's, you know, so you're right, it is creating some divisions, but it's also creating other connections that replace it. And so I think mm -hmm. we just need to be mindful of both. Look, our job is to make sure, again, where we see those divisions, the exclusions, we need to be mindful of that. So, for you know, things like closing a branch. When we close a mm -hmm. branch in a town, yes, that may, some of those people will not have the alternative that we would all like them to have necessarily. Yeah? <laughs> it's a terrible, it is a terrible burden and responsibility to make that call. It's horrible, you know, because we have to sit there and say, at some point, it's unsustainable to have the branch open. But we know there'll be some, hopefully small numbers, who will be negatively impacted. And now, you know, we have to figure out what, what can we do. So what do we do? We try to, and we invest in helping them learn the new technology, you know, right. giving them the tools to say, you can actually do this. You can connect right. it and let me show you how. So we have, in our lingo, we, you know, not, we have, coaches so we have the coaches in our branch network who coach people how huh. can you move into the online world how can you do your banking using the atm or on the phone or on your right. you know on the computer yeah